The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Melbourne. The stage show that performs all the greaties from the 80s. Saturday, August the 13th, Bunjil Place, Nary Warren. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com. going guys we are the 80s montage we're back guys i'm jay jovi yeah it's good to be back i've been away for a couple of weeks you've come back on the worst day possible oh it's very sad news to wake up to isn't it horrible fucking such a shock it's 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 really sad because she was like just a breath of fresh air wasn't she Mm. really aussie and just like a breath of fresh air yeah, I, I can't believe it. Mm. I, I think it hit me at about 5.30 yeah. when I was loading the machine full of her music because we'll be playing that today. Yeah. It's changed our whole day because we were going to do baby love and baby stuff for you because yeah. you're a daddy. I'm a dad. Been making babies. Yeah, new dad. It's yeah. fucking awesome. I'm in love and with my son. he's a Leo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But look, it, it, uh, yeah, I was just saying before I'm sort of having like getting sleep when I can like two hours here, two hours there and I, I sort of am adjusting and I don't know sort of what's real and what I've just dreamt because I'm mm. always drifting in and out of sleep and um, I'm getting all these messages on my phone and sort of in a, I remember sort of about four, would have been about 6 a.m. or something like that, seeing my phone and seeing – a news report and then um, just putting my phone down because I thought I was dreaming it and it wasn't until I woke up a couple of hours later and had to feed the baby. I was like, oh, fuck, it's real. It was yeah. really sad. Unbelievably yeah. sad. We were talking about Olivia Newton-John, of Absolutely, course. Absolutely, yeah. Um, part of every little girl's childhood that's around 50. Yeah. And other generations, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I was – just blown away. I don't know. It w- it sort of gave me the same feeling that Bowie gave me. Yeah, right. Because we weren't expecting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean we were but we weren't. Yeah. I mean she's been battling cancer for 30 years. Pretty inc- – I mean it's that incredible. is pretty incredible. That's right. Yeah. But she's such a humanitarian mm. and that's the thing that hurts the most is that she 
tried to help people with the disease. Yeah, yeah. And didn't just fuck around. Yeah. And she she's tried sort of many different avenues over the years to sort of battle cancer. And I guess if there's one good thing, it's that um, she was taking cannabis oil. She, her and her husband were sort of yeah. um, investigating that. And um, so at least she wasn't in a, a lot of pain from, yeah. from, the, from the cancer. Mm. Um, so that's one good thing, you know. But, yeah, still very sad. She, her family will be in, incredibly sad, you know. Um, she's got a lot of family here in Australia. But, yeah, her poor daughter Chloe as well mm. um, who – yeah, I can't remember how old Chloe is now, but we worked together sort of years ago when she was in her teens, uh, and that's where when I met Livy, and um, yeah, just not what you expect. It's very she's a true Aussie icon. Yeah, a true Aussie icon. Absolutely. She's sort of up there with like Paul Hogan, Nicole Kidman, Kylie Minogue, you know. But she's sort of um, inspired a lot of those guys. She was born in Cambridge. Cambridge, Cambridge, yeah, United Kingdom. Mm. Now we're going to look at her career mainly in the eighties. I've got another seventies tune that I really dig, but I always put a bit of Livy on and dance around the bathroom and bring out the the dance steps. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, she was always an inspiration to everyone. I find with I find with sort of. Um Australian women and especially between mums and daughters and sisters and mums and that sort of dynamic, she was very important, you know. Mm. There was something just really positive about her. Yeah. Um, women loved her. I mean gay men loved her as well. Yeah. Gay men love Olivia Newton. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, I was thinking today, fucking they did a fucking tally movie with fucking Delta. Couldn't oh. you have done something better for her, you know? I don't mind Delta but it's like putting a Clyde horse in Black Beauty and expecting <laughs> it to cut it. You know what I mean? She's too fucking big. <laughs> She's Fuck. just, you know what I mean, like flicker with a fucking Clyde style. It's not going to work. <laughs> and I was a bit thinking about it today going they could have used Margot Robbie or – you know what I mean? Benji. And they send out Benji. the great tone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fucking knew you go. Closer than you think. You're right about that. Because um, even the guy was petite. too small. Yeah. yeah oh, Livy's yeah. tiny. Yeah. Mm. I saw her around. They used to walk around the tan, her and Chloe. Oh, is that lot. right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, – I used to see Chloe at the supermarket in Chapel Street. She will be fucking devastated. Oh yeah, they were they were like sisters. I mean, they yeah. were so close. They were best friends. You know, it's really sad. Um, and and Livy Livy had a few sort of relationships over the time and everything, but sort of Chloe obviously was sort of always there, and they were just sort of bonded. It's it's amazing, sort of how much Livy is. An icon for yeah for for women. She's extremely friendly, beautiful, um, beautiful sort of feminine quality. Not a bitch like one bit, you know. Not sort of competitive in that way. Supportive, beautiful, well spoken. Just a, a lovely woman, you know. Lots of friends in the industry. Totally. Mm. Yes, unbelievable. Cannot believe it. September twenty sixth, nineteen forty eight. She was born at 6 a.m. in the morning. Mm. Now, your baby was born at a, a good time. <laughs> That's a good segue. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, nice and we, early, but not first too thing early. In the morning, yeah, we sort of um, got to the got to the hospital at seven. We were in the theater at eight, um, and I was shitting myself. Yeah, because I, I guess I, I've been shitting myself for months. Because I guess like I I lost my nephew a year, like last year, and. I guess my family just really needed some good news, you know, and and so I I felt responsible for, in partially for for delivering, you know, or 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 just curating that good news and making sure that like it happened, and th- there was nothing I could do, you know, it's yeah. it's down to sort of nature or fate or That's whatever, right. and yeah, when I was in hospital, I was just fucking just trying to enjoy the moment. Um, but sort of deep down had this like, well, you know, God, panic, like, fuck, I hope everything's fine. And it was just like I was, I, you know, in my head I'm thinking respond with love, respond with love, respond with love. And it was all over within three minutes. There was, wow. There was, um, there was seven women in the theatre, seven women in the in the birthing theatre because it was a C-section by the end of it. We oh, tried, okay. tried all the natural things and they didn't yep, work. Right. <laughs> he was uh, enjoying a sleep in and, um, yeah, got in there. Everything was really calm. We stood up one end um, and they the women sort of looked around at each because you got the midwife, the anaesthetist and um, all of that and um, they they sort of just looked around like were like, all right, let's let's but yeah, we'll do this, yeah. And mm. sort of started. Three minutes later, it was done. Of course, it was just completely calm and loving when they pulled um, my son out. You know, yeah. Um, he barely made a noise, and then sort of, you know, started started crying. Just cried for probably ten seconds, and then stopped. And right. he doesn't cry. He doesn't. He sort of. He's wow. not, a, not a sook. He's the most beautiful baby. I can't wait for you to meet him. Yeah. We're having a we're having having a drink for him. Um we are. right now. <laughs> we are yeah. having a drink for him. And it was the champagne we got at the baby shower. Yeah. That I've yeah. kept in the cupboard. Oh, lovely. And thank God Maddie didn't drink it. Because <laughs> usually that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So he's taken it seriously, which uh, is really nice. nice. Oh, that's lovely. But um, we'll have you guys over really soon because yeah. I can't wait for you to meet him. Was it induced? Was he induced? Or they can't induce a C-section because there's like um, uh, too many yeah, complications. Issues. Yeah, yeah, it can and it can be difficult for the mum. Yeah, so they didn't do that. So um, yeah, they just have to sort of go for it and um, t- touch wood. Like it was so simple and easy. It was all so simple and easy. Not a thing went wrong from conception, though. We, we've been very lucky. Yeah, we've been very lucky. Mm. You know and. Mm. When you've had something awful happen to you oh, recently and, you then, think about. and then you've had a run of good luck, you're waiting, you're thinking like, oh, yeah. okay, it's going to even out soon and uh-huh. I'm going to have something devastating happen again. And um, it, it just didn't, it hasn't happened, you know. It's yeah. just, we've been incredibly lucky with this. And and like the, the outpouring of, um, yeah, messages and people getting on board and, Getting in touch and everything, really beautiful. Really yeah, beautiful. yeah. Um, have the in-laws seen him as yet? Obviously, they have. Yes. <laughs> were they there a minute after you landed? They were in, within hours of us getting yeah. back in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We drove all night. Woo! Drove um, all night from Adelaide back to. I to bet Melbourne. that was fucking plain in the car. Uh, oh, we we actually um, I can't I can't even. You've already remember. started with the it, wiggle. It shit. does not matter what you put on. 
music-wise, after you've had a baby, you start crying because it's like oh. you hear bits of lyrics and stuff and it's like, oh, my oh. God. Like, it's like everything now has meaning, you know. Yeah, of I mean? course, of course. Yeah, ridiculous. Your but life changes. I, I was just actually looking at a clip of Mika because um, I cut the cord but Mika had sort of first skin-to-skin contact so we tried to sort of find ways to, to sort of, um, you know, contribute in that way and um, – Oh, so I've got the the video on my phone of Mika having uh, first skin to skin contact, and on the radio in the in the sort of recovery area, um, they Molly Molly Cyrus was playing singing Wrecking Ball, hilarious, which is a beautiful song. Yeah, it's actually a beautiful yeah. song, but, but like, not a great omen. Mika was no, no wrecking, <laughs> but but I came in like a wrecking ball. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. But like Mika, Mika, um. Yeah, Mickey was like bawling his like tapping in to the the lyric and like bawling his eyes out. And I've got the I was watching it today and you know, you've never taken more footage or more photos when you've until you've had a baby. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and, so and exactly photos. what we're talking about today with Olivia Dine mm. is that that situation where every song you've heard of hers yeah. makes you cry because you've lost a part of your childhood. Yeah. And Absolutely I mean, true. we just heard Twist of Fate, which was 1983 from Two of a Kind. Yeah. That's the first movie I'm going to watch with Livy in it. Yeah. I've seen Grease. Yeah. I yeah. loved Grease as a kid. Yeah. But I want the 80s Livy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll make me happy too. She just had a beautiful speaking voice, didn't she? And just so pronounced and gorgeous. But really Aussie, like a really Melbourne accent. She was British, British born, but. Brought up here. She went mm. to primary school in South Yarra. She went to high school in Parkville at um, Melbourne High. And, um, yeah, beautiful – University High, sorry. And, um, yeah, just a lovely Aussie quality, you know, really innocent. She had this sort of yeah, a little bit old-fashioned kind of Aussie accent. And um, it is really sad, as you say, like when you hear each of her songs because it's um, – she's got such a beautiful voice. Beautiful sensibility. Yeah. She had a great connected voice of falsetto chest mm. and that's the thing that's tricky about Livy and I've, I teach a lot of my students that technique and they really find it hard to push that through, that yeah. falsetto technique. Yeah. Um, Xanadu does that big ah, oh, at the end, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's the same as something like Chandelier by Sia. Mm. Chandelier. Is it Chandelier? Yeah. I've been teaching kids chandelier. Yeah. And they try and get that big high note but they really don't know where to put it. Yeah. And like, come on, bring it forward, bring it forward. Yeah. And then a lot of Sia's stuff, when you listen to her, I think she's been quite influenced by Olivia's yeah. voice because yeah. Olivia was always high mm. and that falsetto style, yeah. the chest falsetto, it's really pretty. Yeah. Twist of Fate is probably one of my favourite tracks of Livy's. So have you watched that recent recently, the film? No, mm. I haven't. I I'll think the last time too. I watched it was it's really hard to get. Can you remember what happens? It's just sort of like them oh, Danny and Sandy in yeah. the eighties, you yeah. know? Yeah. Not really. I don't know what happens, but she lives in a flat. He lives in a flat. He walks. I remember him climbing up the stairwell to her house outside, you know, mm. those, yeah. almost like Maria in West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but I really don't care what it's about because <laughs> yeah. they look so hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're beautiful. John looks incredible. Yeah. Olivia looks incredible. Yeah. 
And you just look at them and you go, fuck. Yeah, yeah. She had sort of – she had sort certain people that she worked with in her career that like they became icons as couples as well. You know, she she um, she did a lot of stuff with John obviously. Like they, they, they had just like a career-long love affair, like incredible, you know, um, because everyone loved them together as well. Mm. Um, John Farnham as well. She did a lot of stuff with John, yeah. sort of British-born Aussie like John, you know, yeah. and same with um, same with Bee Gees as well, yeah. you know, um, v- very closely sort of linked with the Bee Gees as well. Yeah. Um, and Andy Gibb as well. She she sort of did a did a fair bit of stuff with him as well. Olivia was always on solid gold mm. in the eighties. Yeah, and you would be like, wow, because we did think of her as an Aussie. She, yeah. she was an Aussie citizen. Yeah, even though she was born in London. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, England. Yeah, United Kingdom. And um, <laughs> used to see her, and you were so proud to see an Aussie on solid gold and. You know, like yeah. you would be with Kylie. Yeah, gotcha. Somewhere, you yeah, know. And absolutely. Kylie loved her as well. I kind of thought of Kylie today. And Ky- yeah, Kylie would have thought, been devastated. Yeah. She really looked up to her. Yeah, she did. And and it was only because she got the platform to show everyone what we all felt though. Yeah. Like yeah. Kylie was Kylie and she showed the world that every little girl had their hairbrush out and we were Olivia in That's our exactly bedroom. Right. You That's know? exactly right. But – if you ask everyone that sings or a musician around Australia or the world, they would say Olivia Newton-John is yeah. one of their favourites. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I've got a lot of the physical album. I used to go to my cousin's house in this time and this was the album. Yeah. And your auntie would buy it so you had a copy of it at every house because yeah. that was the only thing. That was the iPod of the century, <laughs> you know. Get Olivia out. Yeah. The kids will be happy for yeah. hours and we can have coffee and cigarettes. And this and is fucking, why. Yeah. This is why families loved her because mum, mums and dads loved, loved her. Loved her. Because she, she was beautiful. Like she wasn't out there fucking, you know, getting it stuck in. Well, she was pretty sexy as Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she turned rough and a bit slutty but we love that. Yeah, yeah. Because all the old slutty mums loved it as well because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't really slutty. No. But the pants were pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. And it was the fucking the iPod of the well, – not iPod, what do you call the things the kids watch? Are they iPads? TikTok? iPads. No, iPad. So instead of giving a kid an iPad in the 80s, yeah. you put the record on, mm. put Olivia on and you just – Danced in your lounge room and made up freaking routines. Yeah, God, yeah. The I hear that story time. so much. Yeah. So many families in Australia putting Livy on and pretending they were her. Kids don't do that today. No, no. You know? Yeah. You were lucky to play Donkey Kong and have the money to do that. Yeah. See, gays do it because they take themselves of away course. to the bedroom. The gays are and, amazing. Yeah. They take themselves away to the bedroom and be themselves oh, and pretend they're sort of fucking. There's nothing better than that, that yeah. you can play with someone musically and just dance around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I did that. I mean, like I took myself <laughs> I took myself off to my room and like manifested, pretended oh, you that I was someone. And I remember like fucking family busting me and just thinking I was a freak of nature and fucking shaming me for it but like. I became a performer. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you're yeah. sort of crafting towards yeah. what you're going to become, you know. Not everyone sort of gets into the profession but, yeah, it's important for kids to do that, you know. Oh, there yeah. was nothing like it in the world. So Twist of Fate, favourite track, 
two of a kind, go out and see the movie. Yeah, Who cares gross. if it's shit, they look hot. It's actually if you get involved in the movie and you invest, yeah. it's really entertaining. Yeah. It's almost like the village people can't stop the music. It's a bit <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. But if you're in the right headspace, yeah. it's the fucking best thing you've seen, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. um yeah, twist of fate. And I'm I'm sorry to to Olivia fans, but you know what I mean. Um, now the <laughs> oh, next no track, diss on her. She's not responsible no, for the whole film. No, no, no. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's true too. Never even thought of that. So the next track I'm going to play is one of my fucking favourites as well. I think it's the most amazing track and it was just great. Here we go. <laughs> Like her voice. Yes. I was just about to mention that. With her voice, which I learned as a singer and I think every other singer, she cuts through with that shine in the middle register. There's that shine that just cuts through and there's the layer outside which is falsetto meets just a little bit of grunt, you know. But it's that shine that you want in the middle where it's just Bang in your face, beautiful placement. like a pin. Where like would you say her placement was? Oh, straight in, straight in front, in front. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah incredible. Yeah, she had an incredibly high voice. What happened, I think, in the end with Livy is that she wasn't singing as much, and that sort of disintegrates your voice a yeah, bit. Yeah, that happens. Which is age as well. Yeah. But if you keep singing, I mean, the whole reason I do cover bands and we do cover bands is to keep the voice <laughs> yeah. intact. Yeah. Because if you stop singing, mm. the vocal just tends to go to sleep and goes, "Well, fuck this." Yeah. You're not paying me anymore. I'm going to watch Netflix, yeah, you know. that happened to me about five years ago. Yeah, so. right, right. <laughs> well, it's it's really a muscle that you've got to keep yeah, exercise. Yeah. And, you know, people go, why are you doing fucking covers at whatever? And it's like, well, if I don't do it, yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it for yeah. much longer. Yeah. So she had that really shiny middle fucking, it's almost like when you hit a glass and you mm. go ding. Yeah. And I won't hit that glass because it'll fall over. <laughs> but it's that shine that you want. Yeah. And I think subconsciously as 
a lot of singers that can sing would have heard that shine in the recordings and yeah. gone, oh, that's what you do. Yeah. Because it's not a forced vocal. It's no. not like a, it's a real, ah, you know. It's quite a light vocal. Light. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually really well placed. Mm. And I think this is where Kylie Minogue comes from as well. Yeah. Because Kylie got better as she went yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the thing you subconsciously take. When you listen to enough singers, mm. you start sounding like those singers because you learn mm. subconsciously because you love the song and then you try and sing it and then you go, oh, how do I get it to sound like that? And you yeah. start playing with your voice, yeah. you know. Yeah, Landslide. So I think this is um, – look, I think she did meet – what's his name by here? Bloody – Matt Latanzi. Matt Latanzi. Yeah. Because yeah. Xanadu was 1980 and I watched that today and he's in the background dancing like yeah. he's – Fucking the milk that caught the fucking cow, you know, or whatever, right? <laughs> milk that caught – what is it? The cat, cat that, that caught – licked the yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah, right. That, right. He was dancing his ass off and I thought, you're fucking shagging her. <laughs> Look at you, mister. You know what I mean? The stunning looking guy. Hot. Fucking amazing hot, looking hot. guy. And I used to see him at South Yarra in the fucking <sighs> eatery in um, – with, with um, Chloe. yeah. Just the Chinese restaurant at the fucking jam factory. Yeah. I nearly fell over. Wow. I'm sitting next to them and, and it's so hard not to look at them. Yeah. Because I didn't know them. Mm. And they were very, I don't know, they didn't care. Yeah. She would have been a little girl. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. She would have been about eight. Yeah. Nine yeah. with her dad. Yeah. And uh, having Chinese at the fucking I'm sure I didn't dream it. And I remember ringing my mum going, oh, my God, Matt Latanzi and Chloe were at the bloody jam factory. And they were really cool. If you saw them, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, no. So that was the humble side of all of them, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. I Landslide. did, um, I don't know, I did um, a bit early for a story. But, yeah, I was saying, no. I was saying before, I did uh, hair with Chloe yes. and um, she was 16 when she did it and she had sort of – her character had one solo. I think it's called – I think it's called Frank Mills. I'll look, look it up, the, the name of the song. Everyone was sort of – they had – you know, they do this thing with musicals in Australia these days where um, they will they will mix unknown – uh, people from the the musical world, unknown on a sort of larger scale. You know, they, they, they're very well respected within musical circles, but like you know, they don't have a they don't have a sort of they're not a household name. You know, they're not Marina Pryor. That's no, what you're that's trying right. to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, what's yeah. her name? The redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rhonda Birchmore. That's so that, right. You know, they'll mix those people up with. People from TV, yeah, you know, and, and it will be and sons. yeah, it will be uh, people from sort of um, reality TV music competitions like Idol yeah. and all of that kind of thing because yeah. they've got the profile and so they're sort of appealing to, in terms of the audience, people that watch musicals, they go to musicals all the time, but then also the TV audience. So it's, it's what they do to fucking sell out shows, you know. I, I kind of don't blame them except when I miss out on roles to cunts, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Anyway. Well, that's right. I, I was very lucky to sort of be in this chorus with some incredible people. And for Chloe, I guess in terms of the people that were in the show, <laughs> she had the biggest 
name and profile. Of course. Just simply by being Olivia Newton-John's daughter. Yeah. And um, yet she had not done a thing, you know. Yeah. And this was like her first sort of foray onto the musical stage. Her voice was just incredible incredible she needed a lot of encouragement but she was learning she was like 16 years old by the end of it by the end of the the season she was just fucking you know blown blown the roof off she was amazing but um it was beautiful to see the development and and Livy was in the audience like every rehearsal. Of course. Sitting watching the rehearsal. All good parents are. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. They were like best friends. Yeah. They were like best friends. So sort of we didn't want to – wanted to sort of remain professional and not go up to Livy. Because yeah. Although we were dying to. Of course. <laughs> and then um, I shared a dressing room with a guy called Dean Dreyberg who's now – um, the director of Hamilton here in Australia, oh, wow. in, Mel- in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Dean's done really well for himself. And uh, hi, Dean. Good on you, Dean. And um, Dean and I shared a dressing room, and Chloe was right next door. So she used to, she used to fucking come and hang out with us because um, a lot of the other younger girls were like bitchy to her. Oh, because really? they were sort of. She had really done sort of nothing and they had worked their asses off and, and sort of didn't, you know, so they were sort of bitches to her. So she would sort of, she'd hang out with us. And, of course. Um, you know, I've told you that story about, you know, I did <laughs> I did, did, um, did the naked scene, famously did the naked mm. scene in hair and um, leading up to it they – the naked scene is this really beautiful statement about the human body and it just being a miracle. The human body is a miracle and sort of here we are sending all these all these young people off to war and we're, we're sort of dragging down this beauty. It's a beautiful metaphor but like anybody who goes to see hair just wants to see all the nude bodies. You That's know? right. And so on the first... The, uh, the night before, Chloe didn't take part in it. She was too young. You're lucky I couldn't afford it in those years. Ah, uh, you would have been there every oh, night. Oh, every night. <laughs> I unfortunately was placed between two African American guys, so nobody oh, was. Oh wow! Yeah, I you would have been noticeable. Nobody was looking for me. You no, know, well, fucking hell, mate! It's like holding a candle to the sun after that. Oh, that's cute. But um, yeah. So before opening night, the night before we opened, the director um. Your cousin. David Atkins. David Atkins. Of course, yeah. Directed that. That's right. Yeah. And Oh, um, yeah, he would have. Yeah. Yes. He, he got us all on stage, everybody that was doing the, the naked scene and, and um, opened all these eskies full of drinks and said, right, guys, we've sort of um, – we've marked this in rehearsal night by night um, just with your underwear on, now you've actually got to do it. You might as well do it now rather than opening night. So we've um, locked to the entire theatre, which was Hamer Hall, the concert hall. Um, you guys have a drink, get naked, get liberated and we'll leave you to it. Night, night guys. And left and, yeah, we all got fucking naked together and had drinks on the, on the fucking concert hall stage, running through the auditorium, doing cartwheels, checking oh. out each other's cocks and tits and everything. It was fucking great. I'll get to Olivia Newton-John in a minute. And, and then sort of <laughs> we opened the following night 
And so <laughs> you'd all seen each other by yeah, then. Yeah, we'd all seen each other and well, we got look, it out the of the road. The fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. No. That's something oh, I'd was fucking wonderful. Do. I yeah. can still I've still got images back. There's a lot of underestimating with catering. <laughs> yeah, yes. It can yeah. come in handy. <laughs> yes. So, you know, after after the after the first night, everyone kind of had their friend in the wings waiting for them, like with a towel, you know, like like fucking like the swimming carnival, like girls at the swimming carnival, like their friend waits with the towel. That was us, you know, like had the friend with the towel and the wings. After a couple of nights with of that, no one gave a shit. We were we were like People, Snort and coke off each other's genitals. People were smoking real, yeah. real joints on stage. Like it oh, was, hilarious. It was hair, you know. It was. Anyway, <laughs> but no one gave a shit. And it went from sort of, you know, rushing to the towel on opening night to a couple nights later you just walk back to your dressing room butt, butt naked. Yeah. And I, I <laughs> walked back, was walking back to the dressing room butt naked, very liberated and, you know, completely professional and everything. And <laughs> walk down this long corridor because the Hamer Hall's massive. Walk down this long corridor, and of course, um, Chloe's dressing room is right next to ours. And Livy had been visiting Chloe and was like, I don't know, walking out to walking out somewhere else. And we we're crossing paths in this hallway. I'm completely naked. Me and Olivia Newton John. Wow. Like, not a word spoken the entire way. And she's trying not to make eye contact. And then she's just like staring at me as <laughs> I walk past because I'm walking back towards her daughter's dressing room. Oh, for sure. And um, I <laughs> I just like went hi. And she never said anything. She just walked past me. Yeah. And and um, <laughs> that was the fir- my first meeting. Wow. My first what a story. Meeting. That's amazing. And then i I met her. I met her in the foyer later, and it was completely fine. That's that photo that I oh, shared. Oh, you to. look different with your clothes. Yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't recognise <laughs> you fully clothed. You know. And then um, and then we hung out a few times after that, and and um, there was. After closing night, I hung out with her. I had like a couple of hours with her um, at Jeannie Pratt's house at the closing night party. Wow. And she was, Sammy, she was absolutely beautiful. She was so girly, like I mean sort of feminine and light, you know, that that beautiful Livy quality that you expect. But. So smart and so educated. She had seen and done everything. But um, I I saw behind Look, she's her. turned fat men skinny, mate. She's done everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I saw behind her on the wall there was a, a Goya, a Francisco Goya, who's this famous Spanish painter. And I recognised it straight away because I had been studying him at uni and I was mm. still at uni at the time. And... You know, I I went from sort of trying to make awkward small talk with Olivia Newton-John to seeing this Goya on the wall, like a real one that wasn't in a gallery. It was in somebody's house and here it is. And she's sort of like looking around and she's like, what? And I said, "I I think that's an authentic Goya. 
and she looked as well and she recognised it as well and was like, oh, my God. Like she got, she was in shock and we had that same moment of like childhood like, oh, my God, almost sort of like star, starstruck. Were you at, at the Pratts? Was that where you were? Oh, Pratt's. it would have been fucking for sure at real. At the Pratts in fucking yeah, yeah, Turak. Yeah. And for – Right at this moment there was no one in the room with us. It was in like a drawing room and it was just me and her and my 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 mate Dean who I mentioned was getting us a drink. So it was just her and I and we're sort of freaking out about this painting. She goes, do you reckon it's real to me? Of course it is. And I like I gestured to everything in the room. I like went, well, I guess like everything else in here is like fucking expensive like as if it, this wouldn't be real. And she sort of looked around really quick and went up to the painting and was just like picking at a bit of the paint. Like it's this fucking like near priceless wow. painting and she's she's touching it. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I just like went, oh, no, no. <laughs> like of this. course. And she would have loved that too. Yeah. And right then somebody like came down the hall and she sort of jumped back. And when they came in, everyone came in and the room was like full again. Her and I were just pissing ourselves laughing. Just pissing ourselves laughing. And then I sort of lost it to the party, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But it was <laughs> just such an incredible moment. She's like she's she's got like a naughtiness about her that you don't Expect you don't expect because she sort of I guess Olivia Newton John sells um, innocence in a way girl next door (laughs) I just fucking didn't expect her to do that it was so fucking funny oh she would have she'd be so funny like a a naughty thing well I mean everyone's an artist at the end of the day and they've all gone through their no money situation yeah yeah that when you do go to a Jewish princess house or (laughs) because I've done venue or you know houses been in the Jewish reception band yeah I would have known straight away I would have been going fucking don't touch it Livy. Fucking Jesus. They'll fucking they probably enjoy that I she touched believe it she anyway. was doing it. It's great. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. Did, how much would that have been worth? Oh god like millions and millions and millions. Is this the house off Punt Road? Uh in Turak? I was, was drunk more, that night right. and I got driven there so I don't know. Yep. It, it was it was more in sort of down up the hill in Turak, you know, like more. Old Turak Village. Uh, yeah, yeah, sort of on the other side of like on this side of Turak yep. Village and up the hill, you know, like where the yeah. old money is. Yeah, yeah, like that's in that right. Area. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. an amazing story. Yeah, it was like fucking – that was a – that was a wild night. But, like, I couldn't believe how real she was. Yeah. She was just so natural. Yeah, sure. And oh, she's absolutely. a fucking icon. Yeah. She's a fucking icon. Well, her mother had a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. And her mum was very unique. Let's play another track anyway. Yeah, let's do it. Because I've got a story I've got as well, but you've probably heard it anyway. But, look, this is the track she had in 1981 My old man fucking loved this track and we played it 25 million times a day. (laughs) Here it is now. The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Tweed Heads, the stage show that performs all the greatest from the 80s. Friday, October 28th, Twin Towns Showroom. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com.
Oh. It bumps along, doesn't it? It's a yeah, look, song. it's cute. And there's not much to it. Mm. It's just really clever guitar. John Farrow we must um, bring up. Yes. Because he was a really big producer, producer. for her. Yeah. Um, 1981. Like mm. what a fucking song. Band in a lot of countries. This was Band. our first episode we did. Yeah. Remember our very first episode yeah. of this show? Mm-hmm. We did sexuality or yeah. something sex in video. Or Controversy or Controversy, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So if you haven't heard the first episode, it's the funniest shit because the most ridiculous reasons that physical was banned, which was horizontally, you know, oh, look out, they're having sex. (laughs) Nowadays, right, you're hearing my back, my thighs, my clit, my lies, you know. They're fucking saying like I'm going to drink your cum and everything, like fucking full of shit. Talking of cum, I had a muffin today at fucking Casey Central, yeah. Had a muff. Because I thought I'm a bit depressed. I'll have a coffee and a muffin. Oh, baby. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just eat when you're depressed. <laughs> yeah. So I had a muffin and it had white cream on the top and it fucking fell on my fucking vagina. Oh, Look, great. see? Cucky. Oh, see? yeah. You see it on my track Yeah, seat? come again. No, yeah, it's just bonus. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so it's fallen on my vag and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And I'm waiting for my coffee. So I've got to walk across the fucking cafe. Get my coffee looking like I've got cum stains on my <laughs> I just blended great, blended right into Nari Warren. And I thought, of all days, me fucking muffin is hit my muff, right? And you go up and say it's not cum. Yep, but I just needed a muffin and a coffee. Because I was like, this is just I tried to work all day and my head was just a mash. Oh God. Know, with, with knowing that Livy had gone. Ah, yeah. Um Fucking shit. So shit. But this song was huge for the aerobics, bloody aerobics style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah. came out with the short hair. We talked about that in the first this, episode. Yeah, that's it. Really big like changed. aerobics kind of tapping yeah. into that thing because that was happening. No more girl next but no no more no. girl next door. Maybe if next door's a gym. That's right. And uh Uncle Harry's there with his red hair and his moustache. <laughs> Do you like my moustache? Oh, it's all right. <laughs> Thank God you don't have a red It'll be gone hair. by the weekend. I love Trust it. We'll <laughs> um, save you with Freddie. Um, no, Uncle Harry with his red hair and his moustache. Oh, that casting. <laughs> it's actually shit but it's brilliant, you know. Yeah. Because you never forget yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah, you know? true. Yeah. And he does his face. Yeah, intense. Intense. Yeah. That's right. Sexual. And then does his flex and then she's, you know, leave that alone. Very gay. The gays would have loved Look, it. it was brilliant. And yeah. that was the thing they were going for. And it was like, you know. the two blokes walk off with each other in the end, remember? At the brilliant. end of the. Yeah. Brilliant. That's what you want. And that's the thing. Like she was a groundbreaker with that kind of stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they banned her, mm. which was fucked. But as kids, we didn't care. Nah. What's wrong with a guy? Club? I've said this same. I guarantee if you listen to episode one, <laughs> word for word, because that's what I'm like, I will say the same shit, <laughs> right? Guarantee you. What's like, wrong with a guy fucking grabbing another exactly. guy's Exactly. And my dad, fuck, we brought this on Seven Inch at Brushes. I remember going in on the Friday night after school to Brushes in Southlands. Oh, wow. And... The promise was on the B side with the with the dolphin song. I'm sure that was the B side. 
It may not have been. I might be Was wrong. Was this the night the car got stolen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the car, the Cortina got oh, stolen at fuck. fucking Southlands. Oh. Most terrific thing. I just felt so sorry for my dad. <laughs> we had one of the club locks on it, you know, because that was your security yeah, back then. Yeah, Club lock. Fucking. Fucking couldn't secure my morph. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we go out. No, I don't know if it was the same night. I think it picked me up from Venture. I used to work at Venture. Anyway, um, the car had gone and fucking it was in a paddock somewhere in the 80s. Somewhere. Can you imagine the cunts taking it? Like, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, Cortinas were the worst because they were so easy to start. You could use your dick and start it, you know. But, um, yeah, look, that's another story. If you want to hear that story, I don't know what episode it is, but fuck, it's funny. Yeah, start from the I just the remember my dad's face and I'm going, oh, oh no. Dad, I wish I could help, but I'm only 11 <laughs> or 13. I'd fucking kill them for you, you know. Anyway, but Dad was a big Olivia fan. The story, see, that's just thrown me now. That's so Stop funny. That. I know, so funny. So she gets the short hair. We see her with the short hair and the, the aerobics, blah, blah, blah. And she, it's just, <laughs> oh, my poor father. Yeah. That's just so horrible. Um, anyway, we did find the Cortina three days later in a fucking <laughs> cow paddock. <laughs> It was a white Cortina. Oh, no. Yeah, a little, little station wagon. Oh. Might have been a fucking Olivia tape in the tape deck oh, at the time. Who shame. fucking knows? Uh, but, yeah, Dad was a huge Olivia fan. To the fact that Dad did her mother's bathroom. Oh. So he put in the mum's spa bath in Turak. So yeah. this is why this is all adding up. Yeah. So Dad would come home from Olivia's mum's house. This is before she died. Mm-hmm. And she went. We go. Dad was always good with famous people because mm. it wasn't a big deal. He just wanted to tell a joke, and and he wasn't yeah. as bad when he was younger. <laughs> now he's pretty bad. But when he was younger, he'd say something that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Now it's funny, but you're just funny because you've caught off fucking yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's always about something. Funny because like it's like you can't yeah, say that exactly. anymore. Yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. say that anymore. <laughs> and anyway, so he used to come home from Livy's mum. And I loved her mm. and Dad knew it so he brought home a photo of Olivia in the physical outfit oh, great. that was signed. Oh, which he's, her mum would have had a million sweet. of those in the yeah, fucking thing. in the spare you know, room. Anyone, Happy to give the them milkman, out. give them out. Yeah, you know, one? Yeah. Promote, promote. Yeah, gotcha. But I, it was a very special moment. But, yeah, Dad did know her mum very well and put the spa bath in for yeah. her because my dad was an amazing plumber and an mm. amazing tradesman. Wow. Um, tradesman, sorry. So some is he still reason, handy? Oh no, yeah. he thinks he is. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> Mum has to watch him. <laughs> yeah, you right. Know. Yeah, I don't ring him to fix the dishwasher or anything anymore <laughs> yeah. because it could go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He could did go do. He way. did do our water in the in the fridge. You know when you got the fridge. Oh yeah, yeah. plumbed the fridge. Plumbed the fridge. Oh nice. But that was going back a uh, few few years ago. Mm. But you know. Um, Amazing story, but uh, <laughs> physical. Yeah, we had the seven inch, went to Brashes. That's right, we were at Brashes before the car got stolen. And um, just fucking played it 24 times yeah. a day. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And then it would come on the radio yeah. every five All minutes. Over the radio. 3XY. Yeah. Dad would yeah. pump it up. Yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I thought I was. Fucking my dad was a homosexual for a little while there. 
Because when I grew older I went, hang on, my dad loves all these people. See, like, it's funny. There was no judgement around music in those days. No. You know what I mean? No. Like people loved the village people. People loved Elton John. People loved shit like this, you know. Never thought about it. There was no judgement. Yeah. You liked the song. You liked the song. It had nothing to do with if they were a raving queen or not, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We loved that even more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus, parents loved the village people. Yeah, God, yeah. You know, yeah. fucking can't stop the music. That would fucking fire up in the cigarettes and come out. Yeah. Fucking, here we go, the orange with the fucking yeah. cheese sticking out of it. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. They loved it. You know, <laughs> music nowadays doesn't mean the same. No. You know? No, it doesn't. No, no. You'd have your cousins around and you'd be fucking in the pool going, yeah. ah, you know. Mate, you can, like, you can barely put the radio on these days for little kids. And I know because I teach, you know, young kids, there is a, such a small percentage of music in the popular charts yeah. that you can play to kids. That's and it, right. And it's appropriate. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, I had a client ring me today. Or no, it wasn't today, the other day. She went, oh, can you do some top 40 with the 80s? And I went, yeah, no worries. We'll do um, number one hit, Kate Bush. And then went, oh, that'd be great. They don't know the difference. Yeah, it's yeah. Like Kate Bush is like whatever, how many years old. <laughs> yeah. But if you're happy with that, I've done my <laughs> fucking job. You know, like they don't get it. Yeah. Because they're young uh. and they go, oh, just do some top 40. Yeah. Oh, and what am I going to do that's any good? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking happy by Pharrell. That's as yeah. hard as I get, mate. Oh, God. You know, and they're like, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> well, you don't really fucking know what you want, do you? But, um. Yeah, look, I I think physical for me and you opened up the cover and you saw the full body shot. Yes. Of her in a, I think it was a bikini she and a shirt. beautiful body. Gorgeous body. Mm. And we all wanted to look like Livy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah Not many amazing. of us did. She's blessed. She was blessed. Physically blessed. Beautiful. So let's get on with some more music. So we've decided with Rewind Daddies we're going to stick a song in at Bunjil this weekend because it's sacrilege not to. I think it needs to be done. Bunjil. Bunjil Place on Saturday night, which you would have heard the commercial at the start of the uh, show. Everyone's coming. A- um, J- Andy and Jules are coming. They Nora are. and and Evan are they are- really? Yeah, they're all coming. Oh, great! Yeah, well, they're going to love tickets. when we do our Livy special. Oh, Here we go, Xanadu. Yeah. 
sunshine. Love it. Oh, my dad is going to do his undies when he sees this because he's a huge ELO fan. Oh, yeah. Loves. Like we got ELO fucking toilet paper, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Love them. Yeah. I never got it. Yeah. They yeah. were like the Gary Glitter of fucking Electro or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, But he is going to cry. Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his daughter's singing it. It's a fucking great song. Ah, and it was, I'm so glad I, you're doing it. Well, I looked at some songs today and I was going to do Twist of Fate and I thought it's not a banger. Mm. It's very 80s if you know your 80s. Yeah. Eventually we'll do that. But in yeah. the theatres, Xanadu, I think being 1980 will be really nice. Yes, yeah. And it's a big production. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's a big show tune. Big show tune and a banger. And everyone I spoke to, they were like, oh, my God, you have to do Olivia. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, really? Am I doing the right thing? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, uh. Like, yeah, yeah, you fucking have to or you may as well fucking quit. Yeah, like, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, um, Xanadu. Now, this is what I watched today because I was learning the song. I've got two days to learn it, which I know it anyway, whatever. Um Matt Latanz is in the background dancing. Oh, he's very stiff and yeah. free and yeah. full of jizz, yes. you know. <laughs> yes. Just about to fucking launch into Baby Man. And um, you can tell he knows he's rooting her. Yeah. You can fucking see it in his face. I want to yeah. slap him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. annoyed me a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Xanadu. With, of course, Gene Kelly. Yes. 1980. That's right. 8th of August. Yep. Big thing, Gene Kelly being in a movie with Olivia. 100%. 100%. She had had so much success from Greece and this was like the big follow-up, like this, you know, opening the 80s, 1980, wasn't it? And um, um, this very camp, very cool. I can't actually remember what happens in the story. Well, it's another one of those movies that you really just have to be in the right headspace. Is, is it's not very good. Is, is magic about magic or something? I can't remember. Oh, it's what about fucking a planet. Happens. Xanadu. That's right. She's an or, alien or, or something, or oh, somebody's have, an yeah, alien. Yeah, yeah. Someone's an alien. Yeah. In a fucking pair of roller skates. <laughs> but um, it's uh, look, it's a place where nobody dares to go, mate. Yes. You know, that's all I can tell you. Yeah. But they, I'm pretty sure they painted shit and they did right. stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know what they did. Yeah. But. She looks incredible in this. Mm. This is late seventies, early well, nineteen eighty. Yeah, no, and she's tiny. Yeah, with the long gotcha. hair, and we haven't seen her do physical yet. So this is Livy with. She's quite cute, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, this was a big vehicle for her because yeah. she was the lead as well. Well, the song was huge. Yeah, yeah. The that's song right. was bigger than the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know this. This sort of this really. May I mean, oh, Greece did as well, but she was part of a, you know, she was part of a an ensemble in Greece, I guess. Like, you know, this really made her a sort of. Oh, I think Greece was the one. Greece was the one that put her on in fucking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But this was like a pro, like a proper sex symbol. You know what I mean? Like she well, was. Yeah, she wasn't the girl at school. Yeah, that's right. She became the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Very. She matured, really. Yeah, yeah. She went from Sandy D mm. to um, – Sandy that loves D. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's that's <laughs> why Matt looked like the cat that caught the cow. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. And anyway, <laughs> get on you, Matt. I do like Matt, but, you know. I do, you know, I do remember um, 
thinking, oh, my God, she's found someone that really yeah. loves her. Like because it's so hard for people in the, in the in the spotlight to find the right person. Yeah, yeah. And he was a dancer. I didn't really know he was a dancer. I didn't yeah. know who the fuck he was. Yeah. I thought he was in physical but he wasn't. Not that I know of. He no, might have been. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. No. But there was a few lookalikes. Yeah. But, yeah, he was, I think, a dancer. Oh, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Just, a, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And you're very fucking lucky if you fucking Roger. meet Olivia. Yeah. But he would have been okay, I guess. But he also wanted his own career, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where the conflict, I think, started. I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think so. And, I mean, it's, yeah, not as if he sort of. Was able to follow it. I, I mean, oh. sadly, historically, he's Olivia Newton John's ex. You know what I mean? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. it just happened that way, didn't it? Yeah. Look, we're going to look at a '70s song now. Um, this is really sexy. This is where I think she kind of changed a little bit as well. It was 1978, and I know we're an '80s show, but I do want to play this for the girls because it's very sexy. It's called "A Little More Love." <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Oh, it's sex on toast. Yeah, great. (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) Fucking awesome. This is the shit when I get too pissed, I get in the bathroom and look in the mirror and do shit. I still do it at this age. Yeah, good. Fucking very sad. Yes. A little more love. It's uh, research. Research. It is, fucking you know. Being a pisshead. <laughs> 1978, totally hot album. Yeah. So hot, totally hot. It's got to be, you know that one? <laughs> no, oh, what no. are you doing? You homosexual. I was born in you this year. You should fuck. Oh, yeah, were you really? <laughs> were you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucked. Okay. <laughs> so, um, oh, no, this stuff, like the 78, I was eight. So I'm like, so hot, totally hot. It was really um, liberating as Play- a woman. Oh. <laughs> it's so to be, yeah. Play with my twat. Play with my twat. Mm. She fucking made you want to play with your twat, to be honest with you. It was pretty raunchy in the 70s. <laughs> um, now, I do want to mention in the 80s there was a really big fashion of jumpers with fucking koalas on them. Yes. Right? Yeah. We went through a phase and you'd you'd strike the fluffy wall. 
When did she come out with Koala Blue? Oh, 84. Failure. Yeah, because. Didn't work. At first it was like. Well, it was a bit surface paradise. She went once and then never yeah, went Yeah, but yeah. like. Remember Jenny Key used to fucking do, didn't someone else, no, Ken Doan, didn't he used to do like his art? Like it, that was all tied up together. Yeah. And Australiana became a thing. It, yeah, they were. Australiana great. wasn't a thing before kind of mid 80s, no. you know? Yeah, well, all I don't of a sudden know. we were proud to be us and sort <laughs> of, you know, <laughs> rather than just be like a kind of extension of the British Empire, like we were celebrating being was that Australian. Because we had the Brisbane thing happening. Uh, that would be in 1988, like oh, Expo. Expo, But it right. was like leading up to that. Yeah. Like mid, sort of, uh, you know, mid-80s and leading up to that, all the way up to 2000 when we had the Olympics, the the national pride in that period was like fucking mm. incredible, you know. And, and um, yeah, people wore, wore some daggy shit in the, in oh, the name yeah. of Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have one personally but my mum had a red koala jumper. Yeah. I don't think it was Koala Blue but I'm, I can't remember. I was very young. Yeah. But this is an interview he, she did with uh, Norman Gunston about the show and I think it's really funny. <laughs> uh, Norman was obviously an Australian, uh, you know, he was bloody brilliant. Here we go. The boss? Yeah. It's me. <laughs> I'm the boss. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, you it. <laughs> I just said, have any on there? Tell me, how's the milkshake? Because that's the first one I've made. It's just Is as it well terrible? that you own the shop. Would you like to show us some of the product here, uh, Miss Newton-John? I'd love to, yeah. You want to come for a walk around? Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. Now, you were asking yeah. me about Vegemite, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, Oh. We just happened to have right. some Vegemite. Now, yeah. do you want to taste it? Yeah. Being an Australian, I find it very hard to imagine that you've never smell that aroma. Yeah. Oh, strong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind a jar of that, actually, because I've been looking for uh, that colour shoe polish ever since I stepped off the plane. Well, this fella you must recognise. Uh, isn't, isn't he a pisser? I just love the banter. Oh. It's so innocent, for fuck's sake. So great. You Fucking know, and no awesome. one's getting offended. No. You know. Do you know what? I gave Vegemite to a kid at school. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have. But I did. What? I was I was in the I was in the canteen. Um, the canteen ladies at my school are, are awesome. They're the ones who like fucking break away and go and have a smoke down the back of the school oh, and everything. Re- really? Yeah, fucking. And it's fucking talking about this and that and fucking. Uh, how's the baby going, darling? Any new? You know, like. And yeah, they're awesome. So I'm right. when I'm having a tough day, I'll always go and hang out with them because they're like my people, you know. Anyway. They always, they always have a couple of student helpers in there and, um, you know, because it's Western Suburbs and the demographic of our school, um, you know, we have very few what you would call sort of Aussie kids or sort of from an English background. There's a lot of Australian born but sort of, you know, Indian background, Pakistani background, Middle Eastern, all, from all around the world, Asia, you know, and um, this kid... I said to the three kids that were working, who's, who's tried Vegemite? None of them had tried Vegemite. And I was wow. like, what? And I was like, here, try some. And I got like a napkin and, and put some Vegemite on it. And two of the girls, like two girls wouldn't try it, but this boy tried it. He was Indian. 
I'll try it. Puts his finger in it and has that. And I'm like, what do you reckon? He was like, oh, I like it. He loved it. Really? He loved it, this Vegemite. And I was like, good, I fucking got this kid to eat Vegemite. But Mika's mum is from um, the UK, can't stand Vegemite. And born? So she, born she, in the UK? She was born in the wow. UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, couldn't couldn't be more sort of Western suburbs, but you know, essentially she was uh, born in the UK, but um, she hates Vegemite and so didn't bring the kids up on Vegemite. Mickey okay. doesn't like Vegemite, right? And I'm like, mate, our kid will be eating fucking Vegemite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah. mum used to put um on your dummy mixed Vegemite. Yes, yeah, that's that was a thing. Yes, Vegemite in your dummy to to introduce you to solids. Yeah. Like that, one of the as an Aussie kid, that's one of the first things that you eat. Hot water, Vegemite. Yes, yeah. in your bottle. Hot water yeah. and Vegemite yeah. in the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it used to make you sleep apparently because yeah. it's got yeast in it. Yeah, and Very cyanide. Comforting. Yeah. I just wanted to mention Pat Carroll. Now, Pat Carroll, I'm pretty sure she started Koala Blue with Pat. Mm. Did you have another name? Was it Pat something else? I don't oh, know. Anyway, no, she Carol. was a singer. She went overseas with Olivia. Oh, yeah, right. And um, I'll tell you who played Pat Carroll in the fucking Donkey Years, that fucking telly movie, who's one of my fucking favourite actresses, um, Kate Jenko. Oh, Kate did Jenkinson she really? played Pat Carroll, oh, yeah. Fuck. In uh, the thing with Delta in it. Yeah, what was that called? The Living Newton John Fucking movie. car crash. Um, they really need to do a, a proper movie with – Beautiful people. Do that it aren't with an unknown. Sorry, do it with an unknown that looks like Olivia Newton John. Well, that's right. There was a couple of young kids in that show that were great, though. Yeah, like the little girls in school uniforms that were very yeah Olivia. I, I just don't I found think... the mother was good though. I thought the mother was good. yeah but yeah. Some of the casting with all Australian productions when it comes to In Excess and Olivia, fucking shit house. And the Paul Hogan one as well. I Is haven't it, seen that. I've got to be careful because I know all the directors. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting a lot. I'm getting a, doing a lot of auditions at the moment. Yeah, right. I don't know if it's the dad thing or what. Don't know. Doing a lot of auditions. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think I think they see you sort of going through a transition and see you in a different light. Oh, okay. So now I'm getting all like dad roles and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the thing about you is you can pass for 30. And pass for straight. That's right. <laughs> and pass for straight. <laughs> Fucking oath you can, brother. Um, <laughs> Koala Blue, yeah, look, wasn't the great investment mm. um, that she wished for. Yeah. I just think it was Jumpers a bit dated. Yeah, a bit clothes. Dated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mum had one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mum, I'm exactly. pretty sure mum we had went. One. Yeah, that's right. And you then know? you grow up and you're like, fucking. Oh, what a, give yeah. me a fucking razor or cut it up and fucking make it sexy. You know, I don't know. Um, look, we're going to finish this show very soon. This has been a fantastic tribute to Olivia because, <laughs> I mean. Oh, we've, we've fucking. Both of us have some connection to her. Yes. Even if it's my father. You know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. definitely have had the funniest connection. That oh, was yeah. the most amazing story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember when her mum died. There was some uh, documentary about the lights went on in the house. Oh wow! Because her mum was quite out there, so I'm expecting to hear some lights going on in the house. Livy has were- a very 
um, interesting spiritual side. She does. From the mum. And so she, yes. she sort of, uh, you know, really believes in a lot of alternative uh, medicines. And Well, she I, had Gaia, remember? That's right, Gaia Health Retreat. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think she still owns that or did. I know yeah. she went to Byron. She really, when she got sick, I think she really changed her ways. It's a real. But can I just say, in saying that, her spirit will live on. Oh, yeah. Through her yeah. music. Fuck yeah. And if Chloe somehow listens to this, mum is still around, babe. Yeah. And also our, our mate, Toddy. Yeah. Feel yeah. for Toddy. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, yeah. Because Toddy's gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. And. Her, her family will be devastated. It's it's, oh, it's, re, it's really sad. It's horrific for everyone in the world. Because like for us and for Aussies and audiences and stuff, it's Olivia Newton-John. But like, like I said before, I was in. I was really taken aback by how real she was. How. Yeah. Just normal and Aussie she was, and that means that there's like an Aussie family there that suffered this like horrible loss. Yeah, nobody expected her to sort no, of die no. this young. You I, know? I I was like you. I woke up this morning, and I went, "This is bullshit. Yeah. Someone's it's, fucking it's shit. fake." Yeah, right. Yeah, because I've been seeing a lot of fake shit on YouTube. It's, mm. it's the thing to be fake. Yeah, the moment yeah. say someone's dead, I don't know what they fucking think it is. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then I sat in bed and I said to Maddie, can you make me a coffee? I need to adjust to this day because I knew my day would be fucked. Yeah. Because I had to really sit there and go, right, you're in an 80s band. Yeah. We don't play our own songs. These are mm. other people's songs. Yeah. We have a responsibility Absolutely. to fill that void. Absolutely. And do Olivia. Yeah, yeah. It's not about money. Yeah. It's not about fucking fame. Yeah. Olivia has gone, we need to represent. Because the audiences otherwise are not going to hear those songs live They're anymore. Not. <clears throat> and unless you treat them with a bit of respect and try to try to pay tribute to them in, in the way that they were produced and, and with the love and care or, and, or, or a part of it that the artist actually treated that song, you know, you, the audiences are not going to hear it again, you know. Yeah. No, they're not. And I'm look, we've never done Olivia in Rewind Eighties because mm. I just haven't felt the need to because she was always around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now that she's not around, mm. let's see what happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually don't know vocally how I'm No, nah, you're gonna, gonna be. do really well. You're gonna do I don't really know how well. I'm gonna it's be. gonna be Is it gonna come back from the in like it's like a DNA? She's in my DNA. Yeah. If I can pull that out, yeah. that will be super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever, mm. it's mm. going to be really hard. Yeah, no, it'll be really but good. But my mum said to me today, I rang my mum today and she goes, I knew you'd do that. It'll be, Sammy, it'll be a beautiful moment. Mm. Just like go for it. Just so I go think for it. we're going to end on a song. We'll wrap it up. Yep. I want to end on a song that I think really wraps up her life and I may be beautiful. a little bit fucking cocky in saying that. Yeah. But the promise which was on the physical album about the dolphins, the dolphin song, mm -hmm. I think is when she first really showed us all that we needed to care about humanity yeah. and the animals and the yeah. planet. And yeah. and like Michael Jackson, she had that about her. Yeah. Um, so we'll wrap it up and then we'll play it out with 
the dolphin song. Beautiful. Yeah, nice one. But thank you. Now, guys, please, if you love the show, if you're joining us for the first time, especially if you've come on board to hear us chat about the amazing Dame Olivia Newton-John, please like, share, rate and review and give us five stars. Get your friends on board as well. Get listening. Now, best thing you can do is become a subscriber. Don't just follow us on one platform. Follow us on a couple. It does wonders for our ratings. And I believe while I've been away, we've rated in a few countries. Japan. Japan. I don't think we've ever rated in Japan. I love Japan. And Venezuela. Fuck yeah, yeah. mate. Ah. So I want to I really thank Dallas for being here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we did a couple cheap. of shows. Yeah. She was like, oh, I don't know what to say. And then she just went whack and she's I went, fucking awesome. okay. She's been on the show before. Great. She's, she's great. Dallas is very humble. And very humble. Incredible. Rock and roll to the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Fucking love that girl. Oh. Yeah. Exactly what I said about the waitresses. I wanted to meet a chick that had no undies on and a smoke, which was half <laughs> me, half her. And did you hear that bit? Yeah, yeah, I went, yeah. you, you're the one. Yeah. You're the one I've been looking yeah. for. Mm. And it mm. was a really... Really, thing that I was looking for. I remember yeah. thinking as a kid, I'm not going to meet a girl like that that doesn't care about shit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, she's awesome because she's sort of like so rock and roll, but she's got like the music background as well, oh. like the theoretical background yeah. as well. You know, very knowledgeable, very, very humble. I love Dallas. Very unique. Yeah, we all love Dallas. We hey, do. Dallas. Get on your honey. Now, guys, uh, jump on board as a Patreon as well. Uh, you can catch us on Patreon on what address, Sammy? It is www.patreon.com, the 80s montage podcast. It's a little bit difficult to find if you go and try to search for us on the platform. But if you Just follow go that, Patreon, the 80s montage podcast, yeah. Yeah, check us mm. out. Jump on board for as little as $1.50 a month, but for $10 a month you get the extra episodes. And I did do a, an episode without you. Oh, did you? And awesome. we'll talk about it in the baby episode All because right, I was like – Assuming what was going to happen oh, in your life, here which we is go. hilarious. I'll have to listen to hilarious. it. Hilarious. <laughs> and I don't know, I think I did all right on my own. Like I just spoke to the cat really. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, my I God. I just spoke to the cat. I can't wait to listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if the Patreons are listening, it was just me but, hey, fucking what else you got to do with your yeah, life, hey? Yeah, um, Weirder things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good on you guys. Thanks for sitting in uh, with us on the Olivia Newton-John tribute episode. And if it's music mateys. Well, cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal.
children of freedom 